Hello, and welcome to the Equity Foundation podcast. The Equity Foundation is the professional development arm of Actors' Equity. Our mission is to assist, educate, and inspire performers. To find out more, visit www.equityfoundation.org.au. Well, welcome everyone. My name is Catherine Beck, and I'm an American accent coach. And um, I've lived in Sydney for 15 years. I'm originally from Chicago. I spent time quite a few years in Los Angeles doing the whole actor thing over there before I moved over here. And I became an American accent coach because I came over to Sydney as an actor and a voiceover artist. And I really wanted to continue to explore my craft, but over here and so then, of course, I've got to have an Australian accent, but really, who's going to book an American uh, over an Australian? So I had to work really, really hard at perfecting my Australian accent so people would actually believe that I was Australian and actually book the work. And it was tough. I worked for a year. Um, every single day on my accent until I could perfect it. And in that process, I learned a lot about the differences between the two accents and what was really holding me back in the beginning stages of trying to perfect the accent and what I needed to do to get to that next level to actually book the job. And so I became an American accent coach to share my wealth of knowledge with other actors to help you out so you can actually book the job because I noticed that when you normally work with a dialect coach, the focus is on sounds and intonation and rhythm and stress, but there's so much more to authenticating your accent and really creating a truthful American character. And so I try and share that information with you so you can start developing the American character from our perspective, from our point of view. It's so essential for you to be able to book the job. Now, these are really interesting times, and usually when I work with um, – new students, I always ask you to set a goal for yourself. So I think let's do that as a group today. If you've got a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper, I want you just to take a minute and just write down, what is your goal for the American accent as an actor? What do you want to achieve? Write down specifically what you want to achieve, whether it's to start auditioning in the American accent, whether it's to put down a scene for a show reel to submit to gain representation, maybe it's the next pilot season, whenever that will be in Los Angeles. Write down specifically what your goal is for the American accent, and then I also want you to write down a realistic date of when you hope to achieve that goal. I apologize, my dog's barking. Um, so take a couple of minutes right now and just write down that goal so you've got it in front of you. And we're going to post it somewhere in your room so that every day uh, in this time where we've got so much time to practice, we're going to chip away at that goal little by little, day by day, moment by moment. We're going to utilize this time to start achieving that goal because one of the key things with this accent is practice, that daily practice. Um, okay, so 
first things first, we're going to start with a little bit of a warm-up. Uh, my American Accent warm-up is geared to help you with two things. One is to create more space in the mouth, and the other is to release tension so that we're prepped and ready to go for the American Accent. So I'm going to post a sheet that you can follow along with, but also if you want to send me your email address, I'm more than happy to send you um, an email copy of the sheet. And I wonder if I just go into the chat screen now, I'm going to try and type in my email address for you. And if you have any sort of questions after today as well, feel free to um, send me an email, okay? So if you go to uh, the chat screen, hopefully you should have seen my email pop up. You're welcome, Tilly. Uh, okay, so couple of things that we need for uh, our short accent prep. Now, I call it a short accent prep because I usually, not these days, but usually as actors, we don't have a lot of time in the day. We're usually running from one thing to the next to the next. So I've broken it down into a short accent prep. It's the five things I think you should be doing every day to increase space, release tension in your articulators so you can start sounding more American. So the areas that we're going to focus on are the lips, the jaw, the tongue, and the soft palate, and we're gonna do some short target sentences that are gonna target all of the sounds for the American accent. So a couple of things that you need for practicing, whether you're using it today or when you're at home. One is a mirror. So if you don't have a mirror, I always say, put your phone on selfie mode, and then you can see yourself, you can see what you're doing in selfie mode. So if you can, get a mirror handy, if not, you probably have your phone, so just pop it on selfie mode. Number two is a cork. So I'll just show you what I'm talking about. A couple of supplies here. Now, there's a couple of things you can use. You can either use a cork, which is great for creating space uh, in the mouth. If you don't have a cork, if your hands are clean, you can use three fingers. Three fingers width is going to do the same trick. Or you can use a piece of bread. So what I do is I fold it in half, and then I fold it again. So see, see how you've got this nice amount of space here, and it's nice and cushy. So then when you're, whoever just joined, just make sure you're on mute. You're just going to open up, and that helps create the space as well. Or my favorite thing to use, and a lot of people that have done workshops with me before know that I love these American style marshmallows because they're super big and they're super cushy. So this is an American style marshmallow, which you, I get at Harris Farm, so you can get them in different places. But it also helps create the space that you need for these exercises. So again, if you don't have bread or marshmallows, I'm sure most of you don't, or if you don't have a core candy today, that's totally fine. Um, just follow along with the exercises. If your hands are clean, you can use the three fingers to get a feel for that space. Um, other things that are really useful as well is for the tongue roll exercise. If you've got a straw handy, that's also gonna be really helpful. 
for one of the exercises that we have coming up. So I'll show you. So what I'm going to try and do now is share my screen with you. And before we jump into, here we go, whiteboard. Before we jump into the exercises, I quickly want to go over what are the major differences between the American accent and the Australian accent. So I don't know if you can see a feature in the chat screen where it says raise your hand. So I'd like to know how many of you have been to the US before. Raise your hand. Starting to get numbers. Okay, handful of you. Excellent, great. Okay, now if you've never been to, oh yeah, quite a few of you. If you've never been to the US, that's totally fine. I'm sure you've probably heard Americans um, around your neighboring suburb tourists that were in town. Now, I want you to tell me what are some of the distinguishing factors of how Americans speak that is so different to how you naturally speak. So if you can type in the chat screen, let me know. Slower, twangy resident resonance. Hold on, let me, oh, there's quite a few. Wow, okay, let me see if I can type this. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm just gonna say it out loud, and if you've got a pencil and a piece of paper handy, I want you guys to write this down, because there's some really good things that people are saying here. Okay, so we tend to be louder, so put that, I want you to make two columns, US and Australia. On the US column, we tend to be louder. Yes, we're very loud. Energy to the end of the sentence. Yes. More, ro yes, so we have that rotic R sound. We pronounce the R's. So write all this down. Um, a brighter sound. Volume. Slower. Yeah, we tend to be a bit slower. Yeah, because we really pronounce and emphasize our words. Broader, more muscular, confident and assertive. Very good. Wide mouth. We do. We open our mouth very wide. The rhythm, the musicality. Speaking from the core. Yep. Length of vowels. Yep. So some really good things here. Okay. Now I want you guys to write what are the distinguishing factors I know we have a couple people, I think, from New Zealand as well. Let's, so Australia, New Zealand, tell me what are some of the distinguishing factors of your accent that make your accent really unique? Very relaxed, fast speaking. Yes, you're going to write this down in the other column. New Zealand, we mumble. Inflect up. Yes, those upward inflections where things sound like questions. Tongue at back of the mouth. Very good. Yeah, the tongue tends to pull back into the mouth. Combine all the sounds together. Don't use the lips much. Don't open up the mouth much. Lots of slang. Lazy soft palate. Speak through the jaw. Okay, cool. I'm just on my iPad. Let me see. Can I type on here? Let's see. Uh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, 
now I've worked out how to use this. Okay, so we can see real big differences between the two accents, right? The American accent, it tends to be um, loud, expressive, direct. Um, we enunciate our words. Uh, we're also very unapologetic. Have you noticed that? Very unapologetic. We don't say sorry a lot. We act like we know what we're talking about, even if we don't. Um, so these are really key factors that you've got to consider now, not only in how you speak in the accent, but in developing your American character. So one of the things you might notice is, I call it the three C's of the accent. We tend to speak with confidence is a huge one. We may not be confident, but we would speak with confidence every time we have something to say. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a confident person, but you speak with confidence. You can still be an introvert and speak with confidence. So when you have something important to say, you say it nice and bold and proud. Because in our culture, it's considered a weakness to be quiet, to not raise your hand, to not speak up. It's considered a strength to raise your hand, to speak up, to be the loudest, to be boastful of your accomplishments, to talk yourself up. Uh, that's kind of like how we get further in society to get what we want because there's so many of us, we kind of have to, you know, talk over each other to fight for what we want. No one's going to give us what we want. We have to really go for it. And we do that by speaking with confidence. And often that gives us that volume um, and sounding really direct. Um, we can also sound and be very vocally competitive. Have you noticed that about us? Um, so that's not to say that your culture isn't competitive. It might be quite competitive, whereas ours is a very loud competitive. We're always trying to one-up each other. Um, and again, that comes down to, you know, how we're born and raised. We're told to become the best, to be the best, to do the best, to always excel to be the best. Um, and we're also, we tend to be confrontational as well. Oops, if I can type confrontational when we speak, you know, meaning we have an opinion, we have a point of view, and we're not afraid to express that point of view. And so a lot of our statements, you'll notice, will have this sort of downward pitch, this downward inflection. So we're going away from that upward pitch, that upward inflection at the ends of thoughts, which might make us sound like we're questioning what we're stating. So we tend to go down in pitch. Um, so these are three different areas that I often look at when I'm developing my character and seeing, making sure I'm switching hats, you know, taking off the Australian hat, putting on the American hat, and really thinking, you know, am I speaking with confidence, competitive, confrontational, am I being direct? One of the things that I usually like to say when I'm playing around with the monologue, and this is one of the exercises I'll give you later, is giving yourself sort of internal cues before you speak. Even just saying something like this, I'll type it out for you, before you speak. I have something to say. Thinking that and then saying what you want to say in the American accent can be really powerful instead of internally thinking, is it okay if I say this? 
And then there's a tendency of that upward inflection to creep in. We want to think, I have something to say, and then start the monologue. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to see how do I exit out of here? There we go. Okay. I'm going to try and share my screen with you one more time. I'm going to go to here. There we go. Okay, there it is. Can you see that? All right, so this is my short accent prep. And again, if you send me your email, I'm more than happy to send you a copy of this. So there's a few different areas that we're going to look at. The lips, the lower jaw, the tongue, and the soft palate. I might skip ch chest resonance today because I want to give you some sentences. But let's start with the lips. So basically... The goal of this exercise is to round and protrude the lips forward. You know, when we usually speak in, for example, the Australian accent, we don't tend to use the lips. You might find that you've got a lot of tension in that upper lip. Uh, so it's very, it kind of sort of dulls down the sounds, right? But in the American accent, we really use the lips to help form the sounds and help carry the expression and the emotion outward. So I want you to go through these exercises with me. Again, you can flip your phone to selfie mode so you can see yourself. I think it's very important to have a look to see what you're doing as we go through this or if you've got a mirror handy. So the exercise looks like this. Really simple. I'll do it from the side as well. And basically you're rounding and protruding the lips outward like this. So we're focusing on releasing tension. <laughs> yes, Donald Trump lips. They're American style lips. So we need to release that tension throughout so we can help to really form those American sounds. So for, for example, if I was gonna speak in my American accent and stop using my lips, Oh, can you hear how all of a sudden it dulls the sound? I can still sound American, but now I sound really boring. So we really want to use those lips. So this fish lip exercise is excellent. When you're doing this exercise, make sure the lips stay forward. Watch that they don't start to go horizontal. So you're learning how to release this tension, especially in that upper lip, okay? Next exercise we're going to do is a lower jaw massage. So basically all we're doing is we're just finding that jaw hinge. So where we open and close. You're just going to massage right around that area, releasing any sort of tension you feel all throughout the jaw. We've got these big masseter muscles here. You can take the heels of the hands and just gently press down, allowing the jaw to release. And that's really nice and relaxing as well, okay? Next one is the tongue roll exercise. And this is where it can be handy to have a straw or something like that that you can use to help relax the back of the tongue. So you're gonna start with the tongue tip, that little bit there. 
at what I call home base. So it's just going to rest at the lower gum ridge. So it's where the back of the bottom teeth connect to the gums, just right in the bottom here. Your tongue tip is going to rest, okay? And you're going to roll out the tongue like this. The second part of the exercise is you want to retract the tongue back into the mouth and see if you can get it to lie flat. So first it's out. And then you want it to get flat. You can use a straw or something to help you just gently press the back of the tongue, sending it a message to lie flat. So you roll it out. Uh, Now what you might notice, and this is why it's great to look in a mirror or on selfie mode, is that your tongue is trying to raise in the back because that's its habitual placement. Or the tongue, you might notice, it's trying to pull away from home base. So if it does that, bring that tongue tip forward and then try and get that tongue to retract flat in the back. We've got a lot of built-up tension in the back of the tongue, and the tongue habitually wants to raise and pull back. So basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to retrain the tongue, a different movement, a different way of thinking for when it's speaking in the American accent. And that's really going to help you get over that leap and to start sounding more American. If you can change your placement, you'll be able to start sounding more American. If you try and do your placement with your natural placement, you'll notice that you'll fall back into your accent very easily. Okay, now the tongue tip swirls, that's super easy. We're just gonna do clockwise and then counterclockwise like this. And then reverse. And you start to wake up the tongue tip as well. And that's really helpful for the American R's. Soft palate raise. Now, if you don't know where your soft palate is, try yawning right now. Oh, can you feel the stretch in the very back, in the top? So if you touch your hard palate, with your tongue, you feel the roof of the mouth where it's hard, and then you travel back and you feel that soft tissue. That's your soft palate. And when you yawn, oh, you can feel it lift. Now, when we are speaking in the American accent, we wanna try and strengthen the soft palate to help create more space in the back of the mouth. We need to create that space so the sounds can travel out of the mouth instead of getting trapped inward. We wanna share our sounds, share our voice, share our message with the other person. So I want you to start with your tongue tip at home base, so it's just resting at the lower gum ridge, and I want you to let out a big yawn with a little bit of a sound as well. <sighs> Can you feel that nice open space and keeping that jaw nice and open? Oh, good. Then you can touch on sound. So like here, I suggest using the vowels. Good. So you can feel that stretch, that lift of the soft palate as you yawn out the vowels. Next, what I would do is take out the yawn. So it's like you're speaking. Yeah, you sound like a Wookiee. That's all right. Um, 
Next, what you're going to do is you're going to take out the yawn and try and now sound like you've got a natural speaking voice so you don't sound like a Wookiee. So it sounds like this. I'm going to think of activating that lift and then I'm going to speak in a natural voice. A. Try it with me. E. I. O. U. So I'm feeling that lift every time. Okay, now I'm going to try and go back to my whiteboard if I can. And I'm going to type some sentences here. Oh. Okay. And it's a long one. Okay. All right. Can you guys see my sentences? Yeah, hopefully. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to do these together. These sentences are great because they contain all of, excellent, thank you, Amber. They contain all of the sounds in the American accent, the front vowels, the mid vowels, the back vowels, the diphthongs, the diphthongs plus R coloring, so all those American R's. So this in and of itself is an excellent exercise. Now, what I want you to do is if you've got a cork, uh, marshmallow, three fingers, or something, I want you to get it now. So I'll use the bread and, as an example, okay? So if you've got a piece of bread, see I've folded it into quarters. So what you're gonna do is you're just gonna pop it at the base of the teeth, whatever you're using. Take it out. She is best at class. Let's try that as a group. Ready? So first with the whatever you're using and then without. She is best at class. Okay, good. Now, if you can just type in the chat screen, let me know what are your observations? What did you notice? Yes, it should be in an American accent. So David says louder, good. So now you're creating the space, felt really open, excellent. More muscularity, more pronounced. So can you hear how just using something like this can really help to enhance your American accent? Amazing, okay, should we try the next sentence? So first, with whatever you're using, we're gonna say it together, ready? Serve mother the lunch excellent okay now again these are beginning exercises it's going to take a while to retrain especially your jaw if you're feeling some tightness 
that's okay, that's normal. Or if you notice that your tongue is pulling back, try and get that tongue tip to go more forward. But you will start to notice some, some changes, more dramatic as Madeline says. Excellent, all right, so let's try the next one. Who should call father, ready? Who call father? Who should call father? Ah, father, really open. Okay, now let's tackle the diphthongs. Ready? Hell, I, toy, boat, now. Sail my toy boat now. And then the last one. This one's really tricky, so you're going to want to go really slowly through this. Yes, your voice could sound deeper with this because you're creating more space. So you may go from like perhaps sounding really nasal because you're closing up the sound and it's going up through the nose to now being able to get in touch with some deeper tones, which is really excellent. Okay, so let's try Port Claire fears her car's tired horsepower. Ready? Poor Claire fears her car's tired horsepower. And out. Poor Claire fears her car's tired horsepower. That's a tricky one. Now, every time you do the R's, so if you're still having difficulty with um, pronouncing those American R's, the tongue tip just gently curls up. R. R. Okay. Now, I wonder if I can do this. And I'm, Helen, if you're there, I might need your help um, putting somebody on spotlight that maybe wants to try these practice sentences with whatever device that they're using for the group. So I'm gonna stop sharing and maybe raise your hand if you want to be a volunteer. Any volunteers? Oh, here, we have a volunteer. Hi. Hi, is my video on? Can you hear me? Yes, it's on, I can hear you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Okay, so what are you using? I've got bread. I'm using my fingers. <laughs> Amazing. So you'll notice with the three fingers, you can feel the soft pelt lift when you do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what we want. We want to start really honing in on that soft pelt lift because that's going to help us create that space in the back of the mouth. Okay, so I don't, unfortunately, I don't have the sentences in front of me, but was there one in particular that you really liked that you want to try? You remember? Um, so there's she is best at class. Serve mother the lunch. Who should call Father, sail my toy boat now. That's the diphthongs and the R's. Yeah. Sail my toy boat now. So you're going to try three fingers first and then without. Hail my toy now. Sail my toy boat now. Okay, cool. And how would you say it in your natural accent? Sail my toy boat now. Oh, see, it's so different. <laughs> Excellent. And what did you notice? What did you observe in this exercise? Yeah, it's a, a lot louder. I think, especially when I start, I have to tell my brain not to switch back to just making it like really small with my mouth. Um, yeah. And then after I've like done the first syllable, I think I just, it's easier to be loud. Um, I need to keep your mouth open. 
Yeah, good. Excellent. Okay, well done. Now, how, Helen, if you're there, can we get somebody else to um, give it a try? Who else wants to try? Hopefully, Helen's there helping me out. Okay, excellent. Hello. Let's unmute you. Can you unmute, Ella? How do we unmute you? Let's see. Can I unmute There we you? go. I think oh, I'm there we go. you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Which sentence do you want to try? Um, let's do serve mother the lunch. Excellent. Where are you calling from? It looks cold. Oh, I'm in Apollo Bay. It's like four hours south of Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. And what, what tool are you using today? <laughs> I'm using my fingers as well. <laughs> See, we always have our fingers, so that always works. Okay, so try it once with the three fingers. Serve, mother the lunch, and then without. Cool. Ha, 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 ha. Serve, mother the lunch. Good. Do it one more time. And I want you to think, I have something to say and really send the sentence out to me. Sure. Serve mother the lunch. Good. Do it once with the three fingers. And then when you take it out, think, I have something to say. And even just use a physical gesture to send the sounds out to me. Sure. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. Serve mother the lunch. See, that was better. Do you feel a difference? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's about the energy as well, about wanting to share the message, share it with the other person. Instead of what we're used to over here, which is kind of keeping it to ourselves, thinking, is it okay if I share this with you? Uh, just checking. I'm just going to kind of throw it out there, and either you get the message or you don't. Mm -hmm. So you want to think, I've got something to say, and really send the energy, the sounds outward. Excellent. How would you say that in your natural accent? Oh, um, serve mother the lunch. Yeah, so can you feel how the energy kind of dropped? Oh, yeah, there's so much less energy. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that's what you want to gauge. When you're speaking the American accent, you want to gauge, did I go into blue? Or am I really now investing into sending it out to the other person? Okay, well done. Thank All right, you do so we want much. to take, you're so welcome. Do we want to take one more volunteer, Helen? Oh, Olivia. Okay, so we need to unmute yourself. You see where, is there a mute, unmute? Can you hear me? Can you unmute yourself? Let's see if I can do it. Where are you? How do we unmute you? I've just done unmute. Oh, is she unmute now? The She's frozen. Oh, there she oh, is. Everyone's, no, everyone's in there you are. Oh, <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, okay. Unmute yourself. Am I unmuted? Yeah. I am? No, there's put your yeah, that's all right. Which sentence do you want to use? Um, I'll them now. Which one? I can't remember what sentences they were. You want to try she is best at class? Sure. Okay, and what device are you? Okay, let's go.
Now you don't have to shove your fingers all the way back. Just right. <laughs> yeah. She is best at class. She is best at class. Good. As soon as you do the three fingers, start right away. No waiting around. Um, okay. And really think of keeping that open space with the soft palette and sending your message out to me. She is best at class. See how I get really open at the end? Yeah. Okay. She is best at class. She is best at class. Really open at the end. At class. At class. And think of lifting that soft palette. At class at class yeah so it's hard to get in yeah. tune with the soft palette but with the three fingers you actually should be able to feel that lift yeah, yeah? and you want to think of trying to keep that soft palette lifted when you say the sentence so that's going to take a little bit of time for that soft palette to get comfortable in that position yeah. it's a muscle we just have to work it out all right cool all right, so let's now move on to the monologue. So if you've guys got the monologue, how do I get back to me? Okay, there we go. Um, if you've got the monologue handy, grab that. I'm gonna see if I can grab it and share it on my screen. Give me one second. And what, here we go. What I want you to do is whatever tool you were just using, I want you to explore that in this monologue. So we'll go sentence by sentence. So like, I'll try the marshmallow this time to show you. I call them magic marshmallows because they're very magical in terms of helping you create that space. So I would go like this and whatever you're using, you can join along with me. Are we or are we not a great country and a world? Are we or are we not the greatest country in the world? That's not a hit and a hurt at right over the place. That's not a pitch in the dirt. It's right over the plate. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's just that there isn't a single statistic to support it. So can you feel that nice open space now bringing it into, okay, David, you shouldn't be gagging. So make sure whatever you're using, you're just holding right at the front of the teeth. You're not shoving your fingers, the marshmallow, the bread down your throat. You don't want to get. You want to just keep it right at the front of the teeth. Just right at the front, okay? It's all about creating space, <laughs> opening up and releasing that jaw. All right, so does somebody want to try it with the monologue? Um, hopefully, you have to have the monologue handy because I think you have to stop sharing the screen. Who wants to try it? Any volunteers? Hello. Hi, Madeline. Okay, so we just have to, un you need to unmute yourself. Can you hear me? 
Yes, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> All right, what are you using? What's your tool? Fingers as well. Amazing. Okay, good. All right, so you're going to do just what I did. So okay. first line, fingers without. Okay. Are we or are we not a girl conqueror in the world? Are we or are we not the greatest country in the world? Good. And just focus on those R's a little bit. Are we or are we not the greatest country in the world? So every time you do the R, that tongue tip curls up. You're going to feel a little bit of tension in that tongue tip. So you want to make sure you get those R's a little bit stronger. Try it one more time. With the fingers? Yeah. Are we or are we not the greatest country in the world? Are we or are we not the greatest country in the world? Yeah, that was better. Could you hear a difference in the R's? They're a little bit stronger that time. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about world so much. That's one of the hardest words to say in the accent. So that does take yeah. a little bit of time getting comfortable with that movement. World. 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 Er, world. World. Yeah, and think of sending the sounds forward instead of them retracting back. World. World. Yeah, see, even that's a little bit better. Can you hear a slight difference? Yeah. Yeah, good. Excellent. All right. Who's my next victim? Wants to do the next sentence. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Who else wants to work? Hello. Hi, Michael. How are you? Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. All right. Do you want to try the next sentence? Sure. Go for it. All right. That's not a pitch in the dirt. It's right over the plate. Good. Now let's focus on the rhythm. So just let it go. After you use the three fingers, just let it go. That's not a pitch in the dirt. It's right over the plate. So I want you to think like you're on a choo-choo train. And the choo-choo train doesn't stop until you get to plate. That's not a pitch in the dirt. It's right over the plate. Done. Okay. Even use a, like the gesture I'm using as well, something to carry you all the way through. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's not a pitch in the dirt. It's right over the plate. Yeah, so can you hear how it gives you a little bit more strength and certainty? Yeah. Yeah, good, excellent, excellent, well done, good job. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right, I need another victim, and we're gonna try a different exercise. Hello, Rachel. Hi. You? Good, thanks. Okay, I want you to, um, we've tried a couple Are of exercises, so we've tried the- in the world. The tools, oh, if you're, uh, just unmute, uh, mute you guys. You guys need to mute yourselves if you're not on Spotlight. Um, we tried the three fingers. We've tried driving to the end. We just tried that. So physical gesture can be really strong to try. We've we kind of talked about this one a little bit before in the target sentences, but I want you to try this one. Um, before the next line, so you're gonna do the next line in the monologue. I want you to think, I have something to say, and then say the line. It's not that I don't like the sound of it, it's just that there isn't a single statistic to support it. 
Okay, now this time I want you to verbally say, I have something to say, and then jump in. Try that. I have something to say. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's just that there isn't a single statistic to support it. Okay, and now when you get to sound of it, I want you to use a physical gesture going down. And again, I also want you to think like you're on the choo-choo train and you don't get off until you get to it. Okay. I have something to say. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's just that- Oh, you went up again. Yeah, <laughs> sound of it. Um, sound of it. Yeah. So do I just, cont- like, sound of it, it's just, so I have to- Yeah, keep- just go right into it. Like, I still have something to say you want to think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that I, it's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's just that there isn't a single statistic to support it. No, you, you still, you doubted, you went up a little bit. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's just that there isn't a single statistic to support it. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. It's just that there isn't a single statistic to support it. Yeah. See, it's tricky, isn't it? Uh, we get so caught up in patterns of speaking a certain way, these upward inflections. And one of the things that can be really helpful is getting it into your body. And because we want the tone to go down, if you use some sort of downward gesture, sometimes that helps bring it in the body as well. So maybe just do the very first part of that sentence to the comma and just go down. Don't do the second part. Using this? Yeah. Think of it like a full stop when you get to the comma. After the first year. Um, It's not, I have something to say. It's not that I don't like the sound of it. Yeah, feels so weird. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to jump up. Yeah, yeah, it feels weird. And that's where we have to live. We have to live in weird right now. Because this accent is like the opposite, the exact opposite to your accent. So we have to be comfortable with feeling weird when we're speaking in this accent because that's where we're going to find the authenticity. Mm. Cool. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. All right, how do I bring myself back? So what I want to do, because we've got 10 minutes left, oh, there we go, is do a little bit of Q&A. So I want you guys to have a chance to ask me any questions about anything I covered today, any questions about the American accent. Um, I'm not sure how you guys want to do it. I can, we can spotlight somebody and they can ask a question as well. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, so does anyone have any questions for me? Yes, please. Oh, okay. Is somebody coming up? It's Chrissy. Hi. Hi. What's your question? <laughs> I just sent a message, actually. When I first picked this up, when um, you sent it, I started putting in commas and breaks, and I've realised I was doing it the way I normally speak. So the whole flow was geared for how... I would normally deliver it as an Australian person. So that's been great learning. Thank you. 
Amazing. Yeah. And that's what I really try and challenge my actors with is to start thinking like an American. Because if you start uh, breaking down your script like you normally do, it might inadvertently still sound Australian or like you're from New Zealand. We got to start thinking about things differently so we can really jump into the American character skin. Great. Any other questions? I've got a question. Okay. Uh, firstly, thank you. This has been um, really helpful and really interesting. My question is when we're, when we're practicing uh, by ourselves, it's so second nature for us to sort of think or speak like we usually do. Do you have any tips for, do you have, do you have any tips for us for how to catch uh, bad, not bad habits, but Australian habits when we're practicing? Cause it, it almost seems like doing the downward inflections can just go unnoticed for us. Yeah. I think one of the best things you can do when you're practicing on your own is to record yourself and listen back. You got to start developing your ear for the accent and distinguishing the differences between the two accents. So, for example, if you're somebody who loves to upward inflect, you got to start listening out for it. So, record yourself, listen back. You need to start becoming uh, the dialect coach. Don't always rely on somebody else like me to do it for you. You've got to start developing your ear. So, listening out for that, recording yourself. Uh, you know, on your phone, you know, just on voiceover so you can listen, but also visually as well is really great to do too. So you can start to see physically, am I using my lips? Am I creating the space? Am I forming the shapes correctly? Or am I, you know, reverting back into my Australian tendencies? <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Next question. Hi, Catherine, I got a question. Okay. Um, so I find anytime I do lots of work with my soft palate and try and create space in the back of my throat, the sound tends to get sucked back and swallowed into that like, oh, I'm making whale sounds kind of <laughs> quality, um, where the American accent is really forward in the placement. Have you got tricks for kind of navigating that tendency to get really sucked far back when I'm trying to lift my soft palate? Yeah, I think, you know, um, that, yeah, that, that is, I think that comes in because your accent with the, the tongue tends to pull back. Mm. So do you notice any sort of tension or the tongue pulling back when you try and lift the soft palate? Yeah, likely. Yeah. So you want to make sure you've got that tongue tip glued to the lower gum ridge, that it's not pulling back in the mouth. Cause that's trying, yeah. you're trying to retreat, send the sounds back inward as you're lifting the soft palate. So we wanna keep everything nice and open. And even if you're thinking about sending the sounds out, instead of thinking about it, am I doing it correct? Think, oh, I'm doing it correct. I'm gonna send those sounds out. Um, even some things like placing the sounds forward, like mm, humming, feeling the tickling on the lips. So we can start uh, becoming more aware of using all the articulators together, the soft palate, placing the voice forward so that we're sending everything out instead of keeping it inward to ourselves. I hope that helps you out. Cool. Thank you. You're so welcome. Next question. These are good questions. Hi, um, Catherine. It's David from Adelaide. Hi. Hi. Um, 
do you believe that there's any such thing as tone deafness? Does it exist? I um, I like to say that I'm tone deaf. I, I work at an airport, so I deal with a lot of people with accents, and I really, really struggle to hear people with a strong accent. Um, they go the strong Asian accents, and and with music, for example, I don't tend to hear the words unless someone explains to me what the song's about. I just enjoy the song, but then someone says, "Oh, do you know what it's actually saying?" So unless I concentrate, I can't hear. What I can hear the words, but I don't understand what they're saying, and I get that with accents. So I find that trying to learn an accent, I struggle to hear the accent I'm trying to learn, and then obviously I struggle to listen to myself. So is there a way that we can get around that? Um, yes. So there, I do think that there's different. Some people have more difficulty hearing it than others. I do agree with that. Um, I, I find that singers tend to really pick up the accent really well, as well as kids. Once you hit puberty, it gets much harder to pick up an accent, just like it gets much harder to learn another language. Um, you will just have to work that much harder at differentiating the different sounds. Um, it may take longer for you. It's not necessarily that it can't happen. It's just going to be a lot harder. For example, as well, if you were somebody who um, you come from a country where English isn't your first language, um, you're also going to find that it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge than, for example, if you're Australian. Um, so there's different ways to get in touch with learning the accent. Um, not just your ear, but I like to work with my students about how it physically feels to form the sounds correctly. So you're going to want to really get in touch with how it feels when you form the sounds correctly with your lips, your tongue, your soft palate, your lower jaw. Getting in tune with that as well as visually what you see. And hopefully your ear will start to follow suit. Um, it's a tricky thing learning accents and you know it's something that we don't it's not really a natural thing to do when we first start speaking we learn through mimicry we learn through the people around us in our environment usually there isn't somebody there to teach you how to form sounds so when you try and do this later on as an adult yes it's incredibly challenging it requires a lot of daily work to really start to notice a difference it's not something that's gonna happen overnight. It's gonna take a bit of time. You know, it takes about three weeks to start develop new habits and replace old habits. So I would just recommend working it a little by little, start getting in tune with how it feels and worry more about that and less on how it sounds if you're having difficulty with that. Cool, oh, awesome, thank you. You're welcome. Catherine, we're yes. almost at time. Can we just have a one more question, please? Sure. Hi, I've got a question. Hi. Hi, Catherine. Here you are. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, I remember when I did uh, an American accent, a bit of an American accent in my drama course at drama school, and um, we were challenged for the whole day to keep speaking in the accent. When you're on set, do you advise doing that or um, like even yeah. between takes? Or Most definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, doesn't that make sense that that would 
only elevate your accent to get you feeling really natural and comfortable speaking in the accent so that it starts to become part of your body, part of your mind, your body, your soul. It starts to become you instead of just left for the character, just left on set. Now it starts to make more sense and you're going to notice a dramatic difference. You know, it's my students that move to LA or spend time in LA and just start speaking in the accent all day, every day that they start to feel like, Oh, I get it now. Now I feel comfortable and confident speaking in the accent. And I also feel like this accent is now a part of me instead of some put on voice that I'm using every time I'm developing an American character. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And what I'll do, let me see if I can just type in the chat screen again so you guys have it. I'll just leave my email address in case you didn't get it at the beginning. And you're more than welcome to send me an email if you have any other questions. And I'm more than happy to send you that PDF sheet of um, warm-up exercises that I did as well. Thank you. Welcome. Gosh, that was, uh, you know, we had 100 people on the, um, on the line. So... Wow. Fabulous job. So thank you so much for that. And so cool, calm, and collected. I thank you. And oh, you're so welcome. It's my pleasure. Anytime. Thank Very much. You. Thank you, Catherine. Thank, thank, you, thank you, you very much. Media Super is the principal sponsor of the Equity Foundation. For more information about the work of the foundation, visit equityfoundation.org.au or follow Australian Actors Equity on Facebook and Twitter.